first time we've ever run two coffee shop conversations in one week. It's because of the concerts both Ben Darwish and Jeremy Wilson are doing this week and weekend. Jeremy Wilson is, of course, known for his music. He was a member of the Dharma Bums and others, but he is also known and loved for starting the Jeremy Wilson Foundation, which helps fund medical bills for musicians. There are several fundraising musical events during the course of the year. One happens this weekend at the Alberta Rose Theater. It's the next waltz, during which a whole lot of our finest musicians sing and play all of the tunes from the movie The Last Waltz, which was the final concert by the band. Let's catch up on the concert prep the work of the foundation, and what's up with one of Oregon's favorite dudes, Jeremy Wilson. Tascam with the uh, with the little orange glow. That means you know what that means. It means it's rolling. It's rolling. <laughs> All right, Tom. Good to see you, man. Welcome back to the Art Show Cafe. Always glad to see you. Oh man, and, very good uh, to see you. Let me thank you again uh, for, the, for your the foundation's help with my particular situation. Mm. You know. Well, from uh, the bottom of my heart, we're happy you're here, and we <laughs> we are happy to help. That's well, why we're here. It's the, great. It's a great thing. It's yeah. a great thing that you do. Thank you. Uh, what would you rather be known for? Oh the, gosh, the, the, the foundation or your, or your music? Known for the Jeremy Wilson Foundation Musician Health and Services Program, or would I prefer to be known, remembered, and known for? The, the Dharma bums and music yeah. and pilot. And yeah. I mean, I'm a young 55, and I've been literally <laughs> in bands for 41 years. Wow. So that's a long time to be playing pr- professionally. Yeah. Um, well, I mean. That's kind of a fake it, question. It, it's an know? intense question because, <laughs> it is, it is. You, yeah. know, you know, of course, I think I'm going to be known for the foundation, to be honest, at the end of the day. I mean, I want to, you know, I want to write the songs that make (laughs) everybody, you know, in, you know, in touch with themselves and, 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 and something meaningful. But I think the most meaningful thing I've done in my life is the foundation and uh, the hundreds of local yeah. comrades in arms that yeah. I've helped out, you know, or that the foundation has helped out because it's right. certainly not just me. Right. right. Mm-hmm. But you started it. I started it. <laughs> I started it in a time of epiphany where yeah. I was coming out of, um, well, I was coming out of my, f- 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 I was going in for a second congenital heart condition right. surgery, a radio yeah. frequency ablation which doctors said, don't let anybody tell you this is not an invasive surgery. <laughs> you know, there were, and, yeah, uh, yeah. and it, when I fell ill with uh, wolf or when it was discovered that I had wolf Parkinson white syndrome uh-huh. and that this had almost been the death of me on multiple occasions, wow. as it turned out going all the way back to the time when I was about 19 years old, um, it just created so many, realities and thoughtfulness about my upbringing as you know uh, mm-hmm. i grew up in a, in a modest household i i so access to health care even back in the 70s and 80s and stuff was was difficult and then when i i literally got on the road as a working musician at 18 i mean yeah. the minute i could leave the house i was on the road touring right. yeah. and um you know by the time i was in my um Almost forty years old, I had been playing nonstop since I was fourteen, and wow. and uh, the fact that I didn't 
I did, you know, that I could, I would have health insurance, especially during critical times, like long tours and stuff. But the health insurance was purely catastrophe insurance. Yeah. Like the, it was going to be out of pocket for 10 or $20,000 before anything got covered, wow. you know, kind wow. of thing. But, you know, most of my life as a, as a working musician, both on independent labels and on major labels, it didn't matter how high or low I got in my career. Mm-hmm. I just, I, I did not have what i would say you know real access to to health care yeah and i certainly yeah. didn't have um enough money to to have robust health insurance ba- on you know based on my salary mm-hmm. i mean i remember the last time before my i got hospitalized i was looking into health insurance for the umpteenth time and it was like you know as an independent contractor which musicians are yeah I, it was like going to be more than half of my you know like a third or a half of my 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 monthly income just to try to self-insure myself you know so you know that's how the foundation basically came about was an epiphany that why wait a minute musicians are the first people that are asked to help right every time there's a hurricane whatever you know we we're you know bob geldof raised more money for aids than nations did you know and stuff um i'm like so you know why isn't there an org- a simple concept why isn't there an organization where mm-hmm. musicians can basically th- throw benefits for musicians mm-hmm. you know as mm-hmm. opposed to right. always right. throwing benefits for everybody else which everybody the musicians still do sure but at least we should have an organization that uh is a is is a group effort to have a fund that helps uh, not just musicians, but mm-hmm. the, in, the 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 close knit infrastructure that supports the actual musicians, yeah. so yeah. and their family members. What I've never heard anybody ask you is, "How's your health now?" <laughs> <laughs> My health is okay. I unfortunately have another crazy congenital thing, and it's called Dupuytren's contracture disease. Jeez. And it's like, it's, it's clawing in my, it's pulling my fingers in, and I just had massive hand surgery wow. on my left hand where my, my ring finger, and I'm a guitar player, everybody, yeah. uh, was stuck at about, I mean, like a, I mean, 120 degree <laughs> angle. Jeez. And they had to pull it, open slice open my whole hand put a big huge skin graft there i'm still numb on the side of the finger and i but they said it was going to take you know six seven eight months to to Mm -hmm. heal and Mm -hmm. it seems to be i was you know i was playing guitar last night so that was was a good thing but it's a a great thing (laughs) how'd how'd that feel well it, it feels weird with a with a numb finger yeah you know, mm-hmm. but I mean, I was doing it and, you know, it was neat to see that like the only real, I mean, it, I'm not going to lie. My ring finger feels strange yeah. and it, it hurts even a little bit, especially uh-huh. on the back of the hand. Uh-huh. But how um, long is this after surgery? The surgery was March 30th. Yeah. So it's, yeah. it's been a really, I mean, they, it was brutal. I, they, they accidentally nicked a artery. Oh, no. So I had to have my arm up in the air for 30 straight days oh no <laughs> i know oh, wow. i was organizing waterfront blues festival stuff <laughs> with one hand yeah. sitting in my bed for 30 days and Jeez, with one say, hand up in it oh, oh yeah I was, it was i'm not gonna lie it was it was that was tough yeah <laughs> that <Jeez. was> tough. <laughs> but thank god i have a, a wonderful wife wendy and um and this might sound weird in this day and age but 
damn, she's a good cook, and she fed me so great. <laughs> hey, no matter which which you know which, which partner's the good right, cook, that's you know, right. I mean, it's oh. you have to have one, or yeah. you just eat out all the that's time. That's right. I'm good on the barbecue, you know. Yeah. <laughs> she's she's just great all around. <laughs> she's amazing. <laughs> oh man, well. Uh, glad to hear that you're at least you got some recovery. I, I had a, um, uh, I, I almost a similar thing with this, the back. Mm. Yeah. yeah. The latest is give it three months and do a lot of physical therapy and then see what happens. Meanwhile, I'm going, no, no, it still hurts. <laughs> yeah, it hurts. It hurts, man. Mm. Sorry, Tom. I once closed, um, uh, my, 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 uh, Fuck you, finger, <laughs> and and I had a, had the, I had this great '76 Cadillac. Oh wow! Sedan Deville four door. Neato. And I was I was a party and wedding DJ back then. That was like when the career wasn't going so good. <laughs> and, I, <laughs> and I would have to like play the chicken dance oh, and shit yeah. like that. You know, I don't have to tell you about that. <laughs> but um, and uh, I was having a big argument with somebody about Albert Collins. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. And closed the door, the back door, in my oh, finger. Oh, dude! Yeah. I, I still, I still can't, I still can't close it up. Oh, my. <laughs> it was. A, I'm having a matter of fact. The anniversary is is this week. Is that right? No, no it's next week. Next. The week. anniversary is next week. The anniversary of my closing the fucking car door in my finger. Uh, yeah, or the car door on your fucking finger. Really. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! Oh man! But anyway, it was uh, uh, just uh, don't argue if you have a big car. <laughs> I could put every bit of my DJ gear. That's great. In yeah. that in that thing. Why it, do you it, think it Chuck was, Berry? Yes. Uh, uh, the tours in a Cadillac, right? <laughs> I guess it's just Lucille, though. <laughs> yeah, really, really. I uh, I remember um, I, I I I met Albert Albert King one time. Oh neat. And he had this gig and there was this big tour bus out in front of the gig right mm -hmm. he sends his his band on ahead to go fly someplace or go right he gets in the bus yeah. waves to everybody and drives off in drives it off. driving it himself yeah. and because that's what he liked wow <laughs> that's, that he had like that I shook hands with Albert, Albert King. Yeah. He had hands like big pillows. Mm. It was amazing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. My buddy, Eric Lovery, the guitar player for the Dharma Bums, he shook John Lee Hooker's hand one time, Ooh. and that's how he yeah. described John's yeah. hands, too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's get to the gig. Okay. What's you, the gig? You what's got, the gig? Well, the, 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 <laughs> the next waltz, of course. The next waltz. It's a glorious thing. For it those is. that don't know about it, it's it's um, f this will be our 11th year of performing it. But of course, there was a couple COVID years. Yeah. So theoretically, we'd be like in year 13. But uh -huh. this show is something that Jeff Rosenberg, great local DJ and, and, and music writer, in town uh called me up to collaborate with him back when i very first started the or the the jeremy wilson foundation mm -hmm. um to you know say can we make this uh a show that's centered around you know spreading the message of the foundation mm -hmm. and uh partial benefit because part of the proceeds of, uh go to the foundation um and we've now been doing it uh since for you know basically yeah. for 13 years yeah i think we've done uh, 
the first year started out as one performance, <laughs> and then it immediately went to like, oh, we can book three, you know, yeah. three nights. Yeah. So every so it's the next waltz, which is a play on the last waltz. Yes. You know, Martin Scorsese's film of the yeah. band's mm-hmm. final concert. And we've been selling this show out and been doing all the beautiful Bob Dylan songs and Neil mm-hmm. Young songs, mm-hmm. the band songs, the Joni Mitchell songs, yeah. you know, just on and on and on. Mm-hmm. Um, do you do the Neil Diamond song? Oh, yeah. Adam okay. East fr- from uh, <laughs> our, our, our great curator, uh, co-producer. Adam East does the, uh, has been doing the um, <laughs> Neil Diamond. And even, I mean, only t- there's a couple characters that dress up as sort of the characters, yeah. right? And, and Adam comes out in a beautiful blue suit <laughs> and some big old sunglasses. And <laughs> I wonder how many towns there are that have two famous Neil Diamond impersonators. Because <laughs> yeah, Tony Starlight's the other oh, one. Of course, Tony. Yeah. yeah, right on. <laughs> no, it's it's an incredible show that's evolved over the years. Um, I, I call it a barn burner, and mm-hmm. I also uh, make a joke. I mean, it's not even a joke. You know, it's a money-back guarantee kind mm-hmm. of thing. I mm-hmm. mean, honestly, if you don't come to this show leaving feeling rejuvenated and, like, blown away, yeah. you can have your money back because, <laughs> honestly, and nobody's ever taken us up on it because – it is, it is, a, it, it, okay, for one thing, the foundation really does offer a real centerpiece for all of the musicians yeah. to, to gather around, right? right? right. I um, Recently, somebody told me, they said, you know, there's no better cause for the right. musicians to come around, you know? Yeah. And, yeah. and so over these last 13 years, I mean, this is, no kidding, become like a family reunion. Sure. Because why? Well, because musicians are working on the weekends. Yes. Musicians have friends and acquaintances with each other, but they don't see each other mm-hmm. because they're in their own at their own gigs. Right. So this show which includes get this folks up to 60 musicians wow. over the you know over the weekend or Jeez. you know each yeah. night yeah. for the performances because yeah. we're talking full horn sections. Wow. We do the next waltz string uh, soundtrack piece uh-huh. at the beginning uh-huh. we have um you know all of the band members and yeah. and then everybody just flows on and off the stage as, as guest uh-huh. singers uh-huh. just like the last waltz and um it's just a party man you know mm-hmm. i mean there's a whole area for the musicians to watch the show too on the side of the stage and i've talked to many a fan that are like God, I enjoy watching the show on stage, but I also just as much <laughs> love watching the interactions of, of the musicians oh, just sure. rocking out to each other, you sure, know, because, sure. I mean, it's one of these gigs where each performance happens and you literally go, it can't get better than that. <laughs> Arietta Ward just blew sure. everybody's minds. Of course. How can it get, you know, yeah. it's not that it gets better, but how can that be uh, equaled? You right. know, yeah. and then yeah. Sean Batters comes up, you uh-huh. know, uh-huh. and sings, you know, his, you know his his heart out, and then you know, and then I don't know, God, it goes on and on. Sylvester, uh-huh. you know, Sylvester Norman then comes up and and schools the whole crowd, you right. know, right. <laughs> you know, and it just and it just goes on and on. You got you know Lale Alderman coming on, and uh-huh. oh, everybody, you know, and it's just. It's just this show that like just leaves people speechless, and it's a long show too. And I'll tell you what, it goes by in a blink of wow. an eye. Yeah. You know, is and there is there one arranger for all this? Oh, you know, um, 
Well, we got to give a lot of props to several people on that regard. Paul Brainerd helped. Of course. Of course, right? <laughs> the remarkable Paul Brainerd, known from, for everything from you know uh, pedal steel to trumpet playing right. to guitar player. He comes up in conversation a lot. Well, he is, uh, you know, it's funny. When I first moved back to Portland from Seattle, where I did a little stint up there in the 90s, um, I ran into Paul. And I don't know, I've been around a lot of super uber famous, you know, musicians, mm-hmm. some, many of my own idols and stuff, mm-hmm. you know, and I was the first time I ran into Paul again in Portland, I literally, I didn't quite know what to say because I was so like kind of not, I wouldn't want to use the word starstruck yeah. as much as like humbled, yeah, you know, sure. like, and, and I just, I, I've told him this, we're, we're dear friends, we live right next to each other and stuff and, and, um, but but he's he he helped to arrange all the horn parts where he worked and and, and forgive me for not knowing the original arranger yeah but he uh, he actually contacted and worked with the original yeah. arranger that right? for that stuff yeah wow. and so all these charts did have to be put together and um, I wonder if it was Wardell Kazir that kind of rings a bell yeah. I'm, I'm New Orleans guy I'm I'm it might be I I mm-hmm. I'm Although I, it's hard uh, for me to believe that that Robbie Robertson didn't have his didn't have his hand in it, he might have, you know. Yeah. Oh, and you know, and beautiful things like uh, Robbie Robertson um, signed a couple guitars for us and stuff, nice. and was very aware yeah. of the show. Yeah. Um, and it's just so sad that he passed. Yeah, it was so weird. Um, Adam East and I were having our first production meeting of the year, and um, earlier this year, and we were talking. Not, the next waltz and of course when we get together we talk about our love of the film our love of the music and i kid you not i get in the car i look at my phone my my phone is blowing up and my wife is like you know sending me stuff and i literally turn on npr and the very first thing i hear is you know is robbie robertson has passed and so literally like as we were having this meeting about producing his show Uh Um, at least the news broke uh, um, mm-hmm. uh, about his passing, and uh, and um, I immediately <coughs> see, check, check my phone, and there's Adam or calling me, or I call him. I can't remember right. which way, but right. we just didn't even uh, like unbelievable. You know, he just one of us answers the phone and just is like, "Oh my God, can you believe that?" And he goes, "No, I can't." You know, kind of thing. Yeah, but anyway, just yeah. kind of a weird. Huh last hurrah like synchronicity yeah, or really. something isn't you garth know? hudson the only one left um yeah you gotta i don't I, i'm not sure but that sounds yeah, about I right so. um yeah, yeah. I, i'm not as good as you'd think at, at all of the music <laughs> trivia and and all the liner notes you generally know? musicians aren't yeah it's 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 there are very few people like for instance curtis salgado <laughs> Uh, when I talk to him, yeah. if I can if I can mention a, a song that he's never uh-huh. heard, I consider it a great triumph. <laughs> <laughs> That's really cool. I've always admired the 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 you know the musicians that are as equally music nerds. You yeah. know, as, yeah, you yeah, know. Yeah. I I think that it depends on kind of who you are in a band and sure. stuff. I think sometimes for myself, I mm-hmm. I identify as a singer songwriter. Right. Not so much even as a musician, really? but as a—I mean, mm-hmm. I am a—you know—I'm a damn good rhythm guitar player, yeah. right? Whatever. Yeah. But I—I still—I identify in that role as a singer-songwriter, somebody that's writing songs, constantly working on their own music, uh-huh. you know, and stuff. And I think that um, 
I mean, even as a kid, when I started writing songs, I would, you know, I could barely sometimes get halfway through a song because I, uh, of, uh, of course, I listened to, I had my favorite records and I listened to them constantly yeah. and stuff. Yeah. But I'm just saying is that like, I was constantly lifting the needle up and then going uh -huh. to grab my, my guitar because I'd get inspired by something I heard uh -huh. and then I'd start uh -huh. to play, uh -huh. you know, and yeah. work on my own stuff. And, uh -huh. and even though my earlier bands were, you know, considered, uh, well, my first, or first band was you know we had something like 250 cover songs we knew or something wow. as teenagers it was quite great yeah. um and a few originals but um even despite all of that my head is sort of is been for most of these years sort of in you know narcissistically in my own zone <laughs> trying to trying to like even last night trying to scratch out on that next lyric uh -huh. I tell you, man, uh -huh. it's, 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 sometimes it just comes and sometimes you got to really fight for it. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, I, I have no idea why uh, that happens. Yeah. This time, I'll be making my radio show, then I'll have written a, a voicer, and I'll, some days I nail them all. Right. First time through. Yeah. Other days, we're on take five. Right. We're on take six. Take why six, can't yeah. I get this right? Why can I do what it? What is wrong with I me? I know. I know. <laughs> But the arrangements and stuff for the next waltz are, yeah. are you know, we have, uh, we had two different, well, well, you've also got Steve Karen there sure. that's been sure. instrumental in making mm -hmm. sure that everybody is, Steve Karen is an incredible um, keyboard player and, mm -hmm. and also, um, you know, piano player of, mm -hmm. and and accordion player too. He's oh, sure. really fantastic. Sure. Well, he's, he's he's our local. He's from Southern Louisiana. Uh, no, he, you got to be able to. got to be able to Cajun, play the accordion. You know? <laughs> and um, although he may have learned that since he moved here, <laughs> who knows? I mean, my God, he's he's a fun guy to be around. Yeah. Talking about music historian and just like throwing something out. He just right. He's the guy you want at a party. And man. his lady, who Yo, is just a, Claire. She's a, just a yeah. just a, a joy. Yeah, Jane, I'm sorry, but Jane, yeah. Jane Claire, Jane Claire. Right. Um, so you got you going your way out to, to this rehearsal today. Yep. Now, how's that? How when you get there? How does that start? Is is who's in charge of it? Um, well, I mean, I'm hosting it at the yeah. studio, um, and Chris Delane is is, ah. is our is, ah. and who I was getting to in terms of the arrangements yeah, and everything. Yeah, yeah. She's probably the most instrumental musician in the in the whole because uh -huh. um, uh, she 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 wrangles all the cats. Mm -hmm. She wrangles mm -hmm. everybody along with the help of Adam East, but Chris. Yeah. So Chris sets she's, the schedule. She's been in here. Oh, good. Yeah. She's the, she's amazing <laughs> and one of my heroes. I I I'm so fond of Chris. It's incredible. Mm -hmm. um, but she sort of sets the agenda, and, mm -hmm. and as as time's gone on, she's kind of even giving people frameworks of time and that they should come in so that we can kind of stagger uh -huh. it. Because uh -huh. I mean, between the three rooms at my studio, we're we're talking, you know, I, well, the rehearsal room is only about 450 square feet, oh. so to have that amount of folks in one space yeah. but you know again it's just it's this family affair when yeah. everybody well is, it sounds like great fun yeah it is i i am missing a volunteer though tonight so i'm going to be doing double duty of running <laughs> sound and 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 keeping things flowing and running back and forth letting people into the oh, building geez. which is i'm not quite sure how that's all going to work but it's going to work somehow <laughs> well that's great that's yeah. great i don't want to keep you i know oh, you gotta, man, I know you gotta get out to the to, yeah. to, to the rehearsal and 
and uh, I appreciate well, you coming in. And, and oh, Tom, uh, yeah, I just I want to encourage your listeners to you know do not hesitate. Get get online right now and buy 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 your ticket. Mm-hmm. And, There's a link right yeah, here on the page. Great, and uh, because this show really does sell out, and, yeah. and it's the best time you're going to have all year. I mean, I have met people are you ready for this that mm-hmm. have been to every single performance that's wow. how addicted wow. they are those those the shows like that mm-hmm. that are really good especially around the holidays yeah they just do well i mean yeah. storm large always sells out yeah. and, and john waters is coming through and, and i heard i saw uh, he's gonna be on your show and, yeah and he was we did a, we did a so i mean cool. we, we know each other from way back that's incredible dude and, so uh, it's november 24th well, oh wait, 24th, 25th, 26th yes. at the Alberta uh, Rose Theater. Yes. And uh, uh, Friday and Saturday night, doors are at 7. Sunday night, doors are at 6. And uh, yeah, and we're super stoked to be doing it again. And That's Tom, great. thanks so much for That's helping great. us to promote it. Anytime. Yeah, man. You got anytime. You just, you know, <laughs> the mic's open for you. Thank you, brother. All That's right. so cool. And as we like to say at the end of these... That's entertainment. <laughs> That's entertainment. <then. laughs> nice.